0: All right, everybody. So, uh, I'm sorry that we
1: are an hour and ten minutes late. This was all my fault. Uh, Randall was ready. Robbie, was, your boy wasn't ready, you know. This West Coast thing, In you know, it's six o'clock here. So, you know, it's kind of like, oh, you know, we just we just getting off r- racing and everything like that. Uh, and then folks act like it's like, folks act like it's a blizzard out here. It's literally... Uh, Some dude in in a barbershop today, he had on two sweaters, and it's 60 degrees out here right now. Well, I
2: mean, I mean, maybe that one sweater was like extremely thin, you know. It was more like a T-shirt sweater than he realized he got got, and he needed a real
1: sweater. Well, whatever you say. But uh, thank you all for, uh, (laughs) I'm not listening to you, Robbie. You know, we don't have time for this today.
2: I'm just um, trying
1: to put light to the situation,
2: you know. You know, y'all, y'all, sixty is like I thirty, you know. It is,
1: it is, and 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 uh, and, and then actually, yeah, I guess I guess I guess you said that. Well, that's one of the best moves I made was moving out here and not having to deal with uh, this cold weather anymore. So mm,
2: that's, that's awesome. Currently dealing with now.
1: No, this is not cold. You see, I'm, out, I'm outside, a t-shirt on, right? I know. Yo, Do y'all want to go out
2: fully? California
1: mm-hmm. I. Do y'all want to go outside with a t-shirt on right now?
2: I mean, I could. I don't know how long I'm gonna be out there, but
1: <laughs> I could. Well, I'm, I'm gonna try. I'm, I'm gonna try to do the lift of this show from outside just to show you all that it's not that cold. But I, I, I am feeling it a little bit. What's going on, Randall? Man, how's it? How you doing? I'm doing pretty good, man. Through the
0: grace of God, honestly, man. I went to the doctor um, Saturday, and he <laughs> and said your enlarged head was because of what. And the doctor took me off my blood pressure meds. You
2: was on some blood pressure
1: meds? Man, I was
0: on yeah. blood pressure meds for right. about a year. But praise the Lord uh, for that.
1: And that, that, yeah. that is a great thing. That is a good uh, thing.
0: Last, last year, around about this time, um, one minute I'm feeling okay. Next minute, I was all over the place. And when I went to the doctor, my blood pressure was like 150 over 105. And so he started me on blood pressure meds. And I was taking out one, I was taking two different kinds of blood pressure meds. And um, I had to do MRIs, chest x-ray, you know, heart, uh, you know, a whole bunch of tests, which, through the grace of God, it came out negative. And um, in March, he told me I can come off of it, but I didn't know how, so I continued to take it. But, uh, you know, I changed my diet. Started a little exercise, and then when I went to the doctor Saturday, he saw my, you know, my progress and took me off. So, man, that's, it's been a long time coming.
1: That's a testimony right there, man. Yeah. So, that's, that's, that's a good way to wake up.
0: And yeah, get, man. Get loose, man. It was, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie, man, fellas, it, it messed me up really mentally because I never, like, Sickness runs, I mean, you know, sickness kind of runs through my family. You know, my, my mom, she's a diabetic. My father, God rest his soul, he was, you know, a diabetic and things of that nature. So for me to have like these health issues and I really never had it throughout my life, it, I ain't gonna lie, man, it kind of scared me because I'm like, <laughs> how should, how am I gonna adjust to this?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, um, do prayer. Just making changes through your life, man, is, is definitely a blessing, honestly, man. Sometimes God just, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, man, when 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 you try to do things on your own and be wilding out, <laughs> God has a way of sitting your behind down. And He going to do things to make you see life a little bit more different than what you're supposed to have. I mean, it's what you're supposed to see it, and so that's that's my testimony tonight to y'all fellas. That I'm off the blood pressure, man, but still, I'm seeing life totally different in a, in a totally different way now. Because you got to take care of yourself. You got to take care of yourself not only you know physically, but mentally. Because mentally, it will just mess you up real bad.
1: I mean, I mean, like I said, it's awesome that you are off the meds, you know. Um, Thank you. Uh, I see that they can fix the swollen head issue that you have. But.
2: <laughs> Man, all I heard was blah, blah, blah. God made me realize uh-huh. I'm old.
1: That's Ooh. it.
2: That's it. That's all I heard. Yeah. You wanted to be out there uh-huh. wild and not like you in your 20s. And you I, I was trying to live in the beat
0: local. But it's now more your feet more. got swollen. No, so your
2: arteries are clogged up. You can't yeah.
0: have that like used to so Try
2: Trying to drink all the with no water. Hey, yeah, yeah, trying, trying, trying to
0: kick it in the club with Stacey Adams. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, well, so Stacy Adams that don't fit. You <laughs> eat two sizes too small on the Stacy Adams. That's why he had that blood pressure medicine. It, all it, the blood exactly. was rushing all the way up to his chest, like we need to breathe at the bottom. And he wasn't hearing it. You I'm know what I'm saying? With these tight dress socks he got on, you know. <laughs> Trying to ball, only thing loose on him is his dress pants. That's it. Oh, that's that's it. A I know good. it at the bottom. That's a good that's a good he don't know. He don't know if he's trying to bring back the seventies or is he trying to come into the nineties. He he don't know.
0: I don't know. I'm still trying to bring it back, even though it's 2022. <laughs> ah, all right, fellas, what we be talking about tonight? What we be getting into? That'll all right. Go. Well,
1: let's, let's let's get to the topic. So we're Birthdays, talking today holidays. about why, why are there more. Uh, why are there more m- m- women in church than men? I think this is a big topic because uh, statistics show statistics show that if a man is in church, um, the children are more likely to go to church. So, the man's uh, position in church is very important, but uh, we don't have a strong male presence. Now, uh, during our pre-production meeting before we came on um there was a little crack of jokes but um, it's, it where Robbie said um how come you don't go to church talking about Randall uh which then Randall went on to fence talking about why how he has been in church um but I think a great place to start is Randall what made you step away from the church for the period of time that you did,
0: because I wanted to do things by on my own. I wanted to do things by myself. <laughs> uh, mind you, I grew up in a, I grew up, my whole family and my whole family grew up in the church. And when I was what eighteen, that was some odd years ago. Uh, I stopped going, and I wanted to do things by myself. I wanted to make my own choices. I wanted to live my own life. I wanted to achieve my, the goals, the way I saw fit. But along that type of process, (laughs) I realized that you can't do things on your own because every time you try to do things on your own, you always going to get hit with a brick wall. And you think uh, when you get hit with the brick wall, you think that uh, that's okay. I'll just find another, (laughs) another way around it. There's no way around it. So I wanted to do things myself. I was, Absent from church for over ten years, and um, what made me go back—I'm uh, not gonna go into details of it—but what made me go back is it was a it was an argument that I had with uh, my son's mother, and it got to the point that I got frustrated with it mentally, and I got tired. And uh I got emotional by, behind it because I had so many arguments with my son's Monday; it wasn't even funny. And at that time, we was together. And so uh, I'm sitting there, I'm emotional. I'm like, man, I don't know what to do at this point because my life was firing out of control. She's firing out of control. So I'm like, okay, uh, what should I do? So I could hear a voice in the back of my head says, I need you to go home. So I'm kind of like joking around like, I'm already at home. So I don't know what you're talking about. And the back of the voice said, nah, I can't change things in your life until you go home. And I kind of knew what the the voice meant. So I went home. So I went back to church. I gave my life, my life back to God. And I told God, I said, um, okay, God, I'm back home. So you do things the way you see fit. And... Just like that. It didn't take too much long until you started making those changes. So, so, that's
1: so you went back to church mm-hmm. and then uh, recently you took another break, right? And then you found new inspiration, at new life. Am I right?
0: Well, all right. So not to make it a, a very long story. My, the church that i was attending the church that i was uh attending when i went back was called greater out- oh no
1: no, no 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 we don't bad mouth churches on here we just
0: no the church out that, that i was going to um i felt like i wasn't getting fed enough and so i went to another church out of desperation but i didn't plant my feet mm-hmm. i felt like my feet wasn't uh, I felt like my feet wasn't planted enough. I, I felt like um, I felt out of place, and so that's why I stepped away from that church. And I have nothing against it. It's just I did. I felt like my feet wasn't planted. So the church that I'm currently at now, I, I've within the time frame that I've been there, I learned a lot. And the and the things that I have been taught is just gave me new life, and my feet is starting to be planted there.
1: Mm-hmm. I think uh something some that you said that was very important was, um, so we got a we got a question here. It says, uh what does that really mean to not be fed enough? What does it mean not to be fed enough?
0: Oh, uh, you want me to take it? Well I, 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 mean, I, mean, <laughs> I mean you can let me let me tell you, you can go to a church and you can you can hear but you're not listening you can go to a church and that's that's i mean i can't speak for everyone i can only speak for my i can only speak for myself or how i felt is that when i was at the two previous churches i I felt like i wasn't being fed i felt like um how should i put it I, i felt i wasn't being fed and i felt like i wasn't my feet wasn't planted and I wasn't listening. I was more so hearing. And I was... So,
1: so not to interrupt you, but would that be a church issue or your issue? My issue. Okay. You See, know, because I, I, I think that... I don't know. I think it could be a little of both. See, I think that men struggle going to church for a multitude of reasons. I think that uh, men want to know men will really want to know how can i apply something practical in my life where and i'm being stereotypical here so you know i know we're gonna get ate up by the feminist side of things where i think women more so go for the feeling the hope the faith part they like they have like, men want want to know what do i do and i think that will end up happening especially uh, through prosperity preaching is that we start to get into the feeling aspect of it so so uh so we get we get to the feeling aspect because see and i agree with you that when you hear people say they're not being fed um it hadn't something wrong with the word itself um the, the the word has something had to be wrong with that because the word is good the word is going to fill you up so if you're not being fed then that means that there's something wrong with the word being delivered, or that's could, uh, uh, right? Uh, let's go that. Let's go that route. And that's and that's why I don't like. That's why I don't like mentioning names because you have an issue with how the word was being delivered. Uh, and I think that a lot, like you know, there's there. Uh, I heard a pastor last week. He said that um, the church moved into
0: uh, a pimp relationship with i was gonna i was gonna go that route but i didn't want to say it on the
1: show and so and so what <laughs> they end up doing so what they what what, what they and that's why i want you to say church's name because we don't badmouth right. churches right but what ends up happening is that it's more of an emotional thing and trying to uh move your emotions into doing something for the church versus you changing your life for god and we've seen that happen a lot of times where we and this is why I like i think this is why a lot of times why Women have a tough time finding good men in the church because the men in the church, like you know, y'all, y'all watch The Simpsons. you watch, watch The Simpsons.
0: I do. Oh, yeah. Um, it's well, that what's the it,
1: what's the what's the, what's the guy in the green sweater? What is his name? Flanders. The, Ned Flanders. Flanders. So you have two types of men in the church. You have Ned Flanders, who is like the lamest of lames, but or God. you have, <laughs> or guy friend, but he doesn't, but but he's so he's so pulled away from. The the culture and from the world that he's no good. The Bible tells us don't be so uh, kingdom minded that you're no earthly good. Mm. And then on the other side of the coin, you have these people who know that women in the church are vulnerable. And so they say to themselves, I'm going to come in here. And I know one dude, he was a minister at the the church, at a church that I went to. And he was messing around with all different types of women in the church. And he was damaging them. So um if you don't know better, how do you how do you recognize what's going on? Um, so we got a comment here. It says that, but if you're going for your soul salvation, why are we concerned about that part? Shouldn't you pray for the leader and let God do the separating in the as the word says? As well, repeat, repeat, repeat that, that question, order. wait, repeat it it says. If we are talking about your soul salvation, why are we concerned about that part? Shouldn't we pray for the leader and let God do the separating, as the word says? And so the thing is, is that that's good for someone who is fed and and studies. But, and I think I know this person is who's responding, um, who's talking. Most people um, who go to church go once a week. And they're trying to get filled up on that on that one week, and so they really don't have the discernment to understand that the leader does need prayer, and so you 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 know you need good leaders in that in that aspect who's not afraid to help you build up yourself as well and I think we want to run the issue at times
2: oh, I guess what I'm trying to understand is okay in understanding the the comment that was made it is it, It's simply like this. First of all, first and foremost, and it's been said, um, every pastor or minister is not in it for the right reasons. I think that's one of the things that people need to always understand. So even if you are praying, um, uh, I I would say doing your prayer, something should be speaking to you to tell you, this is not a church that's planted in God's word, and that's what should make you leave. I, uh, the danger, the danger parts that come into play with the emotions is that if you um, if you run off of, but what he's saying is what he or she saying is making me feel good. That's what that's what you're going to always try to fill yourself up on. And then when something happens at the, you know, the that very next moment, like you can leave church feeling awesome. And all of a sudden somebody jumps in front of you and that feeling might be
1: gone just as fast. So. So no other book has been used to manipulate people as much as the Bible has. Right. Um, And so, yes, it is on the believers part to study. However. Um still, you know, we have to have leaders that we understand that we that we know that we know at the God's own heart. God tells us that there are wolves in sheep clothing amongst the people. Um, and it so the the, the one of our uh viewers said uh about Second Timothy 15, which is on the screen right now, do your best to present yourself as as one approved, a worker who needs not be ashamed, rightly handling the word of God. And so the the question is that, how does, especially a new believer, uh, understand when the word is being rightly handed. I'll give you a great example. Um, I've heard many times, many times, and oh, I don't want to offend this this pastor, but it's just what it is. I've heard many times people say that we should speak those things as though they were. Um, and it sounds good. So now you got people walking around talking about, I'm going to get this car, I'm going to get this car, whatever, go the name of that claim it thing. But mm-hmm where that scripture is mentioned that he's not talking about us. He's talking about God. He, he's talking about that. We praise the one who called those things that that be not. But we don't. But because we've had leaders manipulate that word, we now have people going around and doing the name of that claiming gang. And, you know, I'm, I'm not going to lie. You know, I'm not going be trying to act like I'm perfect in it. It took me almost 17 years, but I found out that I was, I was uh, using the word wrong because the minister who I was talking to would say that, and then when we questioned him on it, he gave us his his reason why he why he tells us that. Um, but that didn't necessarily align with the word perfectly, and so I think that we, you know, we struggle because new believers trust the pastor, and most men don't trust. And there's another issue too that we have to really look at. Most men don't like another man telling them, telling them what or their woman they have what to do and that's a pride issue we all understand that but there's a lot of times where you argue with somebody and they say something to you like um they'll say something to you like where well, the pastor said this that's not using you know and 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 that does happen but a lot of times so i think that people don't understand the word properly we don't understand those that we have to find good ministers now, you are an excellent minister. You probably study the word. You probably break down the word, you know, and, and really go through those things. That's not everybody. And I think that I think you can ask most Christians who 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 has read the whole Bible all the way through. And the answer would be very shaky. You can even ask them, what is the good news? And most Christians won't know the answer to that. I'm afraid to ask these guys here that question. Matter of fact, so I'm not gonna do it. But I've read the Bible actually all the way through.
2: That was, but a, what, that, but was what, that was a
1: word that was a but, um, a goal of mine. But what is the good news?
2: As oh um oh shoot now nah, I do feel embarrassed,
1: <laughs> and <laughs> that's why I want to ask that
2: question um,
1: because because it's it's because most people don't know the gospel.
2: It, Which what the whole yeah, Bible about. It's the gospel, but it. I mean, it's just in all honesty that your soul can be saved. Like everybody can interpret it a different way, but the bottom line is, is that your soul can be saved. That God, God didn't invent hell for us. I,
0: you, you it's not just it. your soul will be saved. It's it's the fact that the Bible is is is. Not only a living testimony, but it's the way you're supposed to live your life in the direction that it's supposed to take you. You're not supposed to create your own life. You know what I mean, but that's not an issue. That's for Wait, God. That's for God to handle. What are and, we talking about? I, I don't understand that. I don't understand that, that statement. So,
1: once again, going back into it, the I think that the issues is that um, if they are doing wrong. Then that's God's issue, not yours. Like you are not the judge, and that's true. But you do have to move yourself away from that type of leadership.
2: Yeah, understand so, something.
1: We're not talking about. So the judges. good news, the good news. Well, the good news is simply that. Uh, oh, oh, oh! They said the comments are coming way at what, what what we're saying. So that's what the issue was. Oh, so okay. the good news, the good news is simply that you are a sinner, and God was angry at you and god had mercy and he sent his son to save you and the issue that has a lot of times that you know when when we say things like and i know you you know i know what you meant right but however when you say things like um when you say things like your soul could be saved that puts you at the center of the bible and actually at the center of the bible is the fact that god is going to save you so what i'm trying to say is that we have these situations where we are not always probably, and you go to a very good Bible-based church, and yet it's something that's still hard to articulate the good news because there's so much surrounding. So what I'm saying is that, and we do need to study constantly because a lot of churches put you at the center of it. Um, There was a bishop who said this. What the bishop said, and I, this is how he said he preached. He said that you create a problem, you find a problem in the Bible, and you create this issue, and then you have God be Batman and come save you. So, in other words, you make a problem, and then you have God come save you as you're the damsel in distress. That's not something I think that men accept well. The idea but that's that...
2: Because culturally, no, we are brought up to be problem solvers. We're not brought up to be the damsel in distress. We're not brought up to be to be the victims. You know, when you when you're teaching somebody the concept of being the head of a household, and and you're taking the way Jesus, the examples that Jesus gave us out of the equation, I am placing. I am t- literally telling you, everything falls on your shoulders. You, you know. The problem that I have when people say, you know, you are kings and queens is that they they tend to think they tend to use the concept of being rulers. And it's your job to keep the people in line. It's your job to provide for the people. Everybody is looking at you. There's no servant mentality in it whatsoever. More so than this is your part. You give everybody else's day part. And, you know, they bring everything to you. You know, you're you're that basically like, yes, you're the center of it all. So to kind of now talk about a gospel, whereas you're not the center, you have to be a servant. You know, you're you're taking yourself in a, In essence, you're you're asking the man you have to take yourself away from a position of power to understand what true leadership actually means. What it actually means to be the head of a household. You know that everybody is not catering to you and doing what you say more so than you than you are. Ah, it's kind of, how
0: can I say
1: this? I don't know. But you, but, know you have to,
0: but you also have to understand, though, that when you're growing up, not everybody, not everyone. And in in, when you're growing up, young men, as a matter of fact, they, you may not have a father that grew around religion or or believe in God in the first place. And their only mentality is. I'm the leader. I'm the alpha male.
2: They have a, a what we call a worldly
0: mentality. A worldly mentality. So, oh. so when, when that happens, and they try to, and, and men like that try to go to church, like like everybody is green in this topic. Is that you're another man is telling you how to run your household, whereas you mentally been taught how to run a household. So it's like you said, it has something to do with pride.
1: Yeah. Uh, definitely. So, pride, we know pride's an issue, um, and it, that has to be eradicated. Because, but also too, there is a responsibility on men, according to the gospel. So, that's one thing, and I think the second thing is too is that, like I said, we talk about the filling aspect of it when they talking to. The, to the church about the prosperity thing. But I also think, too, that when we're looking at the aspect of uh, this is going to sound really bad, it's going to sound really bad. I know a few churches, though, that I have rarely heard them come up with a with a whole year Bible plan or even adequately how to, how to study the Bible. And that's because to leave people in ignorance is beneficial. So, so we're talking about like manipulation. always manipulation. The Bible tells us that we have to push that we have to uh judge them against the word. You know, um, and it tells you the whole minister. I, I saw one time this one minister preached and she said out her mouth, you don't challenge the minister. And I said, well, Where do you read that at? Because the Bible tells you to challenge, to to to, to take what they say and put it against the word. Does it line up? I think a lot of what we end up having here is that we have a situation where um, the minister understands how to manipulate a crowd and they and they and they use emotion. Like once again, I was talking to my my wife about this one time, and uh I told her, I said, there are no happy endings in the Bible. <laughs> like, of all of these disciples, there were no happy endings. So, not saying that that Jesus can't give you a happy ending. But what I am saying is that people died for the gospel. Is Paul says that Paul was in jail writing to Rich. group about, I hope that you're as happy as I am. So if you if you go to church on Sunday just to get just to feel good for a moment, you're not
0: getting the full gospel. You're only getting a snack out of it.
1: Yeah, and so we have to get. And that's and that
0: I'm, that. I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. So the comment that was made earlier about how you're not being fed, that's the reason why. Because you're only going again, to church. On, I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: But once again, though, no, and I think that that's, but that's, and as they would say, that's your issue. You know, uh, I, uh that's your but issue. No. But it, no, but it's, it, not, it's
0: not. No, 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 no. Hold on,
1: hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. No, you don't bust your leader out in public. You never do that. I don't think it's okay
2: I, to bust your leader out, I think, if you need clarity or question something they say i don't do that in private i I don't never believe
1: that you bust i don't never believe that you bust out a pastor in public you um you never do that like once again even even, if you watch the show here i don't let them mention any church by name because we don't mention and we're not talking
0: about and then we're not busting out pastors what we're talking about here is hang on what we're talking about is why (laughs) men are not why hey, hold more on women. Be aggressive Randall. All right, no, I'm saying why more
2: women? <laughs> you
1: got, like super aggressive. Yes, women. Man, it's,
2: that because <laughs> Wait, look, look, men?
1: look. Here's the thing. Here's we the are thing. not Donald Trump. That, okay, we are that, that's, right. that's today. Hold uh, on, hold on. That's
2: today's topic. But understand something. The overall concept is not about busting somebody out because once again, you're leaning way too close on the line of judgment. We're trying to, you know, from our point of view, the things become okay. If you are a new new person in Christ, we're telling you, hey, these are the things you have to start looking out for. You know, as as all of us who who have taken that walk, these are the things you are looking out for. If you have an issue with what the pastor is saying, the Bible still tells you things have to be done decently and in order. You don't just start throwing out, you know, I believe this is wrong. I believe that is wrong. What you're saying ain't right. What you're saying ain't right sit down and have a conversation with that individual because having a conversation with them shows the growth and the maturity that you, that you're trying to obtain or that you might even, that you even have obtained. But what we're saying is, is that, and if you really, and if you really
0: want to grow, you challenge.
2: No, oh, okay, let's let stay away from Sorry, the word really challenge. You're See, asking think, questions. You, you, so, you're trying to get a better understanding. And if, uh, If a pastor is taking it as you are challenging me, we're telling you that's a red flag. See, because if you can't ask questions and they not take it as a challenge,
1: that's a problem. See, I think that we, you know, once again, as the as the I'll put the comment back up there. It says at the end of it, uh, you should do it in private. I think if you need clarity or questions, you know what. Right.
2: Technically, it says at the end of it, I hope that you. I hope that's what you are saying, baby daddy. That's what it says at the end of
1: it. Uh <laughs> use an English major,
2: get the last sentence going.
1: Listen, listen. Bottom line is that uh at the end of the day, you know, you need to ask for clarity. And the pastor should be open. I have asked my pastors multiple questions. You know what I'm saying? Uh, from tithing, from uh from uh questions about like certain scriptures. All of these things. Yes. On Wednesday, um,
2: we, we have a, a men's call for the purpose of asking questions.
1: Right. You know, so but you need so that. it's very important, right? You need that to ask questions. However, there is a point where once again there's rarely a time to really need to ask questions when the pastor is is trying to bit off your emotions. Once again, like I said, if 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 I'm telling you that all you got to do is click your heels three times and God going to bless you, then what is the purpose of you having to ask questions? You want to hear that. If I'm telling you that, you know, So, if you so basically years, the reason God why I ain't getting
2: blessed, the reason why, so are these like red bottom heels or J.C. Penny heels? <laughs> I need to understand which, that's my question. I need to understand which heels I got to get. Or can I do this in gym shoes? Like, do they have to be Nike, Adidas? So,
1: so, so I would say this then, I would say this, right? The real problem with the with the, the scenarios that what do you mean, blessed? Because the word blessed means to be complete. So this what do true. you? So what is it that you feel like you don't have in your life that you need that you need God to feel? Because guess what, God will feel that need. I ain't there yet. I'm just telling you what it is. I mean,
2: you know that one point three four billion lottery would have helped a whole lot. <laughs>
1: I played that, but guess what? God didn't give me that. But for instance, like you know what? Like the I JC remember...
2: Penny Hills, can't bless you. You might have some corns <laughs> on your feet though. <laughs> it ain't oh
1: <laughs> I remember when I was at the lowest point of my life last year, right? Hmm. Um, a lot happened in one in six hours overnight. I remember going to the washroom and crying, asking God, why is this happening? And it was it was a it was a it was a rough moment, and uh, even in my in, even the situation that we're going on with our family right now, you people ask God, why is this happening? And the goal reason why things are happening because it's going to bring glory to God, and God is going to give you everything that you need. So while Paul is in jail, he has everything that he needs. When Elijah, that's what I named my son after Elijah, when he needed food. A raven drop food off for of him. That doesn't happen. God will provide all your needs, but it may not be the way that you want it, and it may not be the way that you like it. However, when the pastor is telling you that, well, just all you gotta do is be blessed, you're already blessed. Most people in the church are already blessed because you're not hungry. I'm looking at right right now. He talking about uh, he ain't kicked his heel three times, but he got Beats headphones on right now. So he blessed. Oh, my
2: God. And this dude got deep pros in his ears. Like, I mean, you gonna bust out like that?
1: <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Wait, what What I'm saying? I, I, but I I, I have so, I have implemented myself in many of this, too. You know, what, what I've said out loud, I'm not there. You know, you if you put me in jail, I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna let you know up front. I'm, I'm gonna cry, baby. But... First when, of all,
2: I need to know what you did, because I don't do jail. I might be, be average looking to the world, but I know I'm prime rib in jail. I don't do jail
1: at all. Let me mm-hmm. let me say this. Let me say this. I believe that the day is coming, and this this is very conspiracy theory. But I believe the day is coming where being a Christian will be a bad thing. It's going to become culturally bad. We already see it when as the world is changing right now, and so you might find yourself in a situation where you're going to be persecuted off your beliefs and when that and 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 so you need to be securing God to know that oh I'm I'm with God, He has my back, because once again, what happens a lot of times is that the pastor doesn't tell us to prepare us. I have very rarely heard a pastor preach for Revelation. Rarely have heard. Of.
2: I know one.
1: I said I have very rarely heard a pastor preach from. You. I know one, and you speaking about that one pastor. Let me say this. He spent. A few weeks debating that. Whether, whether he going to preach that sermon or not. He was really trying to figure out how to preach that sermon. And because guess what? It's so much stuff in there. You know, my favorite scripture and my scariest scripture that I ever get is that at the at the gates, many people say that I did all these things in your, your name. And I would say, I never knew you. Ooh. Depart from me. I knew you not. There are many people out here who believe that they are living for God, but because of the manipulation that we use in the church, they don't even know that they're far away from God. I talked to one dude one time, and uh, one scripture that is is highly misunderstood is that when the Bible says, uh, either you be hot or cold for me, right? But neither lukewarm. But neither lukewarm. And we've always thought that, you know, he's saying that you got to be hot. You know what I'm saying? But the, the idea behind it is that hot water had, has benefits. Cold water has benefit. The only thing that has no benefit for your body is lukewarm. So you have to ask yourself the well,
0: question. So hold on. We got another question.
1: Hold on. Hold so, on. Sorry, are y'all, y'all. Saying, no,
0: saying that they're less
1: to in church because they have an issue with the pastor? No. Not, not necessarily the pastor, the pastor. But I think church. I think church in general doesn't give men the practical knowledge that they need. I think I, I think that you know you know men we we would love to go to church, and like I've noticed that most other churches have a lot of men activity in there. They preach what you need to do, what you need to change, and what can you do? You know what I'm saying? Maybe I'm not praying enough. Maybe I'm not doing this. I, I we went to church one day. Um. Oh, well, my wife ain't watching this. She gonna tell my wife anyway, but it's okay.
2: I mean, um, that's your baby daddy, so I'm quite sure that she's already talking to your wife.
1: Um, You're the only but, one
2: on here with a wife and a and a, and bro, a
1: baby mama on the side. But well, we went to church <laughs> Sunday, and the the the, the pastor preached um, on watching the words that you say. So instantly, in my head, I'm like, "Man, I gotta do this." You know what I'm saying? And I come, <laughs> and I uh, she said, "Show Liz." Period. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already in trouble. So in my head, I come out of there. So we go to Applebee's every Sunday after church. Every Sunday after church, we go to Applebee's. I'm sitting there and I say, you know what? You do a lot of great things. woo. And my kids, I love you, and woo. I'm just, I'm just, you know, speaking all this good seed out there, because that's what the pastor said. I'm like, they're gonna change my situation. My wife. Mm-mm. She 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 cussed me out fifteen minutes uh twenty four hours later and now I I forget everything that I learned because ah the sower and the seed concept because oh shoot
0: oh brother stop spitting oh man that
2: that, that that's a spit
0: (laughs) (laughs) she said I'm here hey hey hey
2: Hey.
0: Hey. how you doing hey Bray Wyatt hey hey
2: look we don't know when she
1: joined. Okay.
2: I don't know what she heard. Let's keep going. Stop so acting guilty. You ain't so saying nothing very, wrong.
1: So the very next day, uh, we going at it. I forget everything I did. Because at the time frame... Don't mess with my bestie. This my bestie right here. I'm going to defend him. <laughs> but, but at the time, I sent y'all the link. Y'all want to hop on. But uh, at the time, the issue was that, you know, what feels good versus what can we do? And I think that that's a lot of time that, that when we operate in feeling, and, when, and the pastors know that they operate in feeling, That, that, um that when they operate in feeling, they are able to get get more out of you. You know what I'm saying? I can get more out of feeling, you know. How many women, oh, this is gonna sound bad. How many women have endured bad relationships because of a feeling versus don't change? No, 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 not not the person gonna change just because I feel something, you know, I feel, I feel. You know, I feel security. like I can change this person.
2: I, I feel like you know things were good in the past, and, and you know I would be a bad, bad. I wouldn't be a down female if I was to leave when things are are, are bad right now. Yeah. No,
1: no, 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 no. You so see, you're saying what they say to justify the staying, but those but are still real- feelings. No, they're justifying their feeling. The reason they feel is that this, I have this connection, I have this close, I have this bond, I have something, and once again, like they always say. The devil could connect with you as well. What's what is connecting with you? And we and 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 so sometimes people. Or oh, better be yeah, what are you connecting yourself to? Men, I know men who gaslight females like it ain't no other. The man is totally wrong, and he will make the female feel like sh- uh, sh- uh, they are wrong. I know gaslighters like that, and now she feels like she is obligated. Now she say stuff like what you're saying now because now they've been gaslighted to feel obligated for the situation. And that's not real. You know what I'm saying? It's not real. Because once again, feelings come and go. What doesn't go is the real authentic situation that people feel. God does not change. God is always solid. i remember telling my wife one time, we had a real solid conversation. And she and she's on here now, so she could back this up. I told her one time, I said that if I die tomorrow, you're no longer a wife. And if the kids and I die tomorrow, you're no longer a wife or a mother. And if all your friends die, you're no longer a wife, mother, or friend. What are you? And people have to understand that the primary thing that will never change in their life is that they are God's child. And if you are God's child, you need to get in that word and study God, not what the man is saying. But in order to get that paper, because women spend money more than men do. In order to get that paper, I'm going to placate to women. I'm going to I'm going to 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 move all that I do to the women because guess what I don't gonna get that paper. Maybe something like this. Uh, Guy said to give you seventy five dollars. Uh, he ain't tell me that. Let me let me see real quick. Women are more emotional based most times, most times, most times. Mm. And so I think that that's where the church comes. And men who come into church they feel like, oh, you are trying to play me? You want my money? I'm out. So, for the pastor, they have to do things to really strengthen brotherhood, strengthen community. If you don't know how to strengthen community, you're not going to get brothers. This is why when a brother gets saved, he makes sure the whole family comes to church. Mm-hmm. What did Paul say? you can do what you want to do in your household. And I'm not, not my Paul, that's David. that was David. That David said that. In, in my house, what are we going to do? Lord. And, and, and that's the aspect of it. So, you know I love you all. You know we we have been here for forty five minutes, and I appreciate everyone who's been going rocking
0: with us for this whole time, Frank. But you also got to think about man, it's frozen oh. again. Go ahead,
2: right?
1: No, you, you ain't frozen. You talking?
2: We can hear you. Your list is moving.
1: You got that better internet connection.
2: See? There, we, there you go. See? Right there. Right there. See? At At and T takes a minute to buffer. You know, When you're not connected to God, mm-hmm. your,
1: your connection is always. He'll be singing that. Hey, no, he's trying,
2: trying to sing a hymn. He ain't even hearing us right
0: now. So, um, what we're set? Oh, you back? Yeah, I'm back.
2: All right. So,
0: but you also got uh, another reason why men are not coming to church because they don't want to be accountable of their sins. Mm.
1: Well, let's talk about it then, Randall. So I I feel like you coming from a personal place. So let's right. let's talk about
0: it. <laughs> let's talk about it. Share. They don't, want to, they don't want to be accountable for their sins if they're living a certain lifestyle, whereas they having sex with different women or playing different women or they're drinking, they're smoking, they're doing a whole bunch of things, and then they're growing as a man. Why would I want to go to church and and change that?
2: I say I don't know. I can kind of challenge that though. Because see, I've heard a lot of people a lot of times will say, "Well, the Bible tells me to come as I am," you know, mm-hmm. and these are my struggles, you know. So yeah, I might drink okay. right now, I might smoke right now. That but you, you know, you, but
1: I, do you recognize it's a struggle? And men, but I see,
2: trying. I think that becomes the whole purpose of gaslighting. Okay, but they can come. In. Okay,
0: all right. I
1: will say, I will say that, and this is my flaw, and I, 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 I don't put Reba out there a few times today, so I'm myself out there. One of my major flaws is that I hate, I hate to be challenged. You know what I'm saying? I r- really do. And it has to come from a, a particular source for me to accept the challenge. Robbie, you hate being challenged. Randall, you I'm, hate I'm being, challenged. To being challenged. I'm challenged. No, you're, you not. you're not. No, you're not. No, hey, you're not. you can see in lobby
0: all you want, but Okay, but you you stated, you stated the God says come as you are, right? Right? Right. Right. Okay. So, well, so told but I if you coming as you okay, I don't, I don't but, if you as, okay but if you come in, okay, here's the thing. But if you coming as you are, and you're walking into a church and you coming as you are, and you know you have the you you somewhat know you have the struggles that you have, what what you gonna do? I'm gonna listen, I'm gonna listen to the pastor and see if he's gonna recognize my struggles. And guess what? That pastor oh. may recognize your struggles, and then next thing it's going to be like, a, "Oh, crap! Yeah, he's talking about me." So, so you should come to this. church.
1: So you Hold should on. come to church as you are. That's we're we establishing we that. The problem with coming to church as you are is the fact that, and that's what and that's what I'm trying to say is that sometimes when I come to church, I'm not ready to be challenged, and so if I don't want to be challenged by what you're saying, once again. I think that women are way more loyal than men are, like like, like, when women are, women are easy to become loyal than men are. And so what ends up happening is that when men come, we don't want to be challenged in the first place. Men won't respect no challenge. And the Holy Spirit will convict you, the Holy Spirit will cause you to change. But men don't want that at half the time, like, like men out there in the world, they don't want that. We all know men out there who already know they're doing wrong. And they not and 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 they just don't want to deal with it. You're telling that you're doing wrong. Don't do this, and they will yell back at you. And you tell know what you what you're doing wrong. And they tell what you're doing wrong. Now you feel shame for the situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, and because you feel shame for it, that's what it is. It's in a, the it's church, a
2: back and forth the,
1: shouting match. In the church, a man can't shame another man. Nah. Mm-mm.
0: Because your job, because the is the job okay. is to point out the sin. It's the job is to over-
2: okay, over- So,
0: so, so, it seems like it's like
2: there's too much attention on the pastor because the pastor is not the person who is going to save you. The but savior however, is in Jesus. If you put your trust or hope in the pastor, you will be disappointed every time. But and it's not
0: true. okay. But it's not putting your trust in the pastor. The pastor's job is to lead you, and the the pastor's job is to give you the tools to overcome your sins. As well as to grow in Christ. So okay, I, I, but I would say this:
2: I think that's a that's more of a of a mature answer for somebody that's in for somebody that's in Christ, but not for not for someone who's a babe in Christ because they ha, being a babe in Christ, you have to understand there is this danger that people will tend to glorify the pastor as opposed to glorifying the words.
1: So let's go here. Let's go here. It that Which turns back good.
0: to manipulation. That's in
1: that's a lot of good stuff here. So let's go here. Um Okay. I'm going to break my, my rule here. But this is my show so I can do that. Joe Olston Ministries. Jesus is not the center point of Joe Alston's sermons. Joe Olston is. Um And so uh Joe Olston. most people don't feel convicted by Joe Austin, They feel uh uh optimistic after Joe Olston. Right. And also I want to go on to the thing too. Pastor, when you look at a pastor, the sheep trust the pastor. The sheep won't answer any other call but to the, no. the to one pastor the, shepherd. the 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 uh the farm. With that happened at times is that so you're trusting the, the pastor to lead you to the proper place. Now Now, now, we have to use some type of discernment to figure out who is a good leader. There are times when I have challenged my pastor because, like I said, I've read something, I've heard something, I've studied something that didn't line up with it. Dang it fast! (laughs) (laughs) Don't be disrespectful, Robbie. Don't be disrespectful. (laughs) He's so, gonna say
2: that, but he knows he was right there with me when I figured out that day.
1: <laughs> because I but but I've already said that I challenge. I, I am the I am that person who says, Oh, this is what I heard. I want to find out more about it. I don't have a problem with that because once again, I study like, 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 like every day throughout the week, there's something church-based I'm doing. So I'm already studying. So when I hear something, I need to get clarification. And Justin Williams ties to grace and truth. Noah Nicholson, the pastor of the Family Worship Center, they always are available for me to call and talk to and really find out what is the word saying and it'll guide me through it. I've never had a problem with that. Do we have people who we can trust like that? On a
2: consistent basis.
1: Do do we have people like that we can trust? Justin Williams just jumped in. He says that I think men struggle with the concept of leadership and servanthood. And once again, we already talked about that pride aspect earlier on, where I brought that up. Yeah, we we yeah, we talked about that where men talk about that. Um, well, we already talked about pride. We've already talked about the pride issue that men have listening to other men, and 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 that whole thing. That was early on. So, so we we know that the, that we have these issues. We know a lot of things. We know that men there's a lot of pride thing that 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 we have to deal with. You know, inside of ourselves. But at the end of the day, there's so much that blocks men from it, from connecting with with one another. Like I said, we got this brotherhood going on here, but it's not always. Um, you can say that I don't have anything to do with the pastor, but the pastor is the leader of the organization. So you have to you have to understand that you're following the leader of an organization. And if that pastor is not you know, going I mean, like that, okay, here. Look at some, Twitter. Some, some what
2: what just happened? You just had Elon Musk buy Twitter, right? And what, what was the first thing he did when he bought Twitter? He started laying off people. Then you had the former founders of Twitter ap- apologizing for growing so fast.
1: So how do how do we know what Christ looks like? Um if we don't even know how to study. We've had people in church for 20 years. Who don't know what Christ looked like. Because they've been given a fake image of Christ. God will, God will judge them. God, so the Bible tells us that. God will judge you for every word that, you, that stood out your mouth. So. Wait, God,
0: what's the question?
1: Uh, so, so if a
2: pastor falls short, do we place blame and shame with them? Ask him,
1: You ask never, him shame with, you would don't never, know. you would never shame a pastor. You mm-hmm. never do that. We would never want to shame anybody. We want to build people up, but however, saying that, you know, you know, what you're saying is wrong or what, or what, or how you're doing this. Like I said, the guy that I, the guy that I follow, they are quick to let me know when I'm doing wrong and they are, they want to be held accountable when they're off base we want to we need to be held accountable. And so if the pastor wanna be held accountable, or if the men wanna be held accountable, we have this pride issue there that needs to be addressed. Yeah, and
2: I think when we talk about placing blame, you 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 um uh you're taking you're taking um you're taking no, accountability out of it.
1: Christ by Christ 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 does not Christ does not look like you and me. We're trying to look like Christ. And so every day we're working to look more like Christ. He doesn't look like us. He does, he does not look like us in how we respond to things. We're trying to become more like Him. That's why when we go back to Philippians, it says that I do all things through Christ who strengthens me, as I am transformed into the image of Christ. So I'm being molded into that. I can only do uh, all things through Christ as I'm being molded into that image. And so that's the idea: is that is that is that we're trying to be become more like Christ. We probably become more Christ like. But when you're given a fake Christ, or as just as Pastor Just Will preached, an idol Christ. One that's a genie rather than a guy. You know what I'm saying? One that serves you rather than you serve him. Serving him They're gonna but that's the issue that we're talking about here is that is is that wait I'm flipping so fast like I'm trying to understand what what we're it too. it's a lot of people coming oh, so, right now. I see Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So here's Wait, which one I'm are we going to? Okay. This, this is the first one. Okay, hold on. Okay. All right. Now, here goes Justin's response.
0: If the concept is for us to be more of a perfect man, who is Christ, the issue is how to do it. How do you align these men understanding with their uh, transformations to become Christ.
2: Okay, I got you, I got you. So a lot of times, <laughs> and, if he's and, speaking and, and we're not, we don't have the comments right away. So,
1: Right, and so, and and that's the, and, and that what I'm saying, is that, is that a lot of times people look at the pastor as the image. Right. And so, and so when the pastor says something, they, it, we, we so we, we have to understand that leadership is about, leadership means that we have to be um, servants. Service do Hold on. Another comment here.
2: There is no one who resembles him in the Bible other than Joseph, who had the
1: brothers that sold and hated him, yet that's about him, him, er, him that's about So so the Bible has a whole bunch of people that feel the feel the, the the type um feel the type, but no one feel no one is the full wholeness of Christ. And so that's the thing is that, but once again, like I said we have superstar pastors, um, and that becomes the image of Christ. So what I'm trying to say is that we don't we don't always have enough people to actually study for themselves, to understand who Christ really is, or have um, accurate, ac, uh, not adic- adequate leadership enough, enough yeah. enough to, enough to see who Christ is. It's a it's it's so many pieces in in the puzzle from from man's pride to to men feel like they've been being played from all these things that hurts the image and so in order for us to really get men involved we have to address a lot of these things you know because I don't want to feel like I'm being played you know what I'm saying? I don't want to feel like any any of these things going on so you know that's, that's where we're at Michael Todd Michael Todd does well in terms of reaching us millennials I'm
0: going to lay that one to you
1: I mean I mean I like Michael Todd. You know?
0: I think he's cool. I I think he's cool. I listen to him every now and then. I don't even
1: know Michael Todd. I think Michael Todd is, is is good. I think the best about Michael Todd to me is his transparency. Um he's he's very transparent about his struggles, who he is, and what he went through to become the man that he is. Um,
2: yeah, I I haven't heard Michael Todd preach. That's why I said I will
1: leave that one to you. You need to look at Michael Todd too. But I, like I said, um, I think that the you know like it's, it's like I said, it's trying to find. We shouldn't. I guess my thing is that we shouldn't have the conversation of. Um, I, I I don't know if, if we all had a conversation on who's a good pastor because that's what I'm trying to say is that we need to be. We I don't know. It's, it's just it's a lot that goes into that pastor aspect, and then, like I said, we have the pride aspect, and so there's multiple things you got to deal with. I know Justin, uh, I know other men groups that have a tough time building up men communities because of whatever reasons. Um, and so it's just a tough situation that we have. We can overcome these things, you know. Um, it's not impossible, we know. I've seen strong. Men in church, you know. When I joined uh, the Family Worship Center, we had a lot of strong, great men there, who um, who really taught me a lot. And then, of course, you know, I had my I had my backslide moment, and you know, I went down a very rocky path. And then, you know, um, other men came and lifted me up. So, I speak from my own failure, you know, but. In order to do that, we have to we, we have to one, get men to understand that. Put your pride aside, you know what I'm saying, and listen. We also have to get ourselves to remember that we got to study ourselves because God doesn't change. God is always good. Christ is perfect. And we want to be more like Christ. So what did Christ do? And let's follow that one. And third thing we need to do is be not supposed to understand when we're being played and 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 you know, I don't, I would say pray for the gift of discernment, but um, to get that gift of discernment, you got to get some really harsh betrayal. So uh, you don't, sometimes you don't want that stuff. But, um, <laughs> you know, we have to pray for that to really understand who is at the guy's own heart as listen to them. You have to pray on who you get your ear to. Mm-hmm. And, that, and I remember one pastor who hears God and he told me this he said, God, uh, the same frequency that God speaks on, the devil speaks on. And if you don't know how God's words sound, you will be following the devil the whole time not knowing um, any better. So, let's stay right. I disagree. Oh, no, what's the... I disagree. There's that no
2: such I, thing as the gift of discernment, but there's... But that's but another... That, no. And that is. Yeah, that is That's another. another
1: podcast, but no, there it so, is. So and so we definitely could talk about that. But i just, I want to thank you all. Um I appreciate all of you all. If you want to leave a comment, you sure enough can. Did you guys, you talk, guys about... talk about the power dynamics in there? We did not. We, no. we, 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 we were waiting on you to jump in so we could so we could add you to the line, but you it's you you, you, you you came in right now. But uh <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that's a
2: hey hey. That's a busy. That's a that's a very busy man. All busy man, right? right there. That's a busy yeah. man. So whether he can jump off for five minutes or five seconds, I appreciate
1: it either way. But no, I appreciate all you all because as we as we try to figure out what we can do to be better men, and what we can do to be a better church, and what we can do, do be do to be a better community, um, we need to do that, um. And so, uh yeah, tune in next week. Thank you all, man. Y'all were incredible today. Yeah, we was. I got to go. I got to go inside now. It's cold. Oh, right. now you
2: cold. Oh, now you cold. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. He started lifting up his arms. He ain't got no T-shirt on up <laughs> under that. that. That breeze hit that spinal cord.
0: He was like, whoa, well, got to go. <laughs> was like, oh. <laughs>